This is the High School Football America podcast for September the 2nd, 2021. I'm Jeff Fisher. The High School Football America podcast is brought to you by GameStrat, America's premier sideline instant replay system with outstanding reliability, and it has faster speed than Huddle Sideline, plus great customer service. GameStrat picks up the phone. <laughs> and people that have had some struggles with Huddle Sideline know what I'm talking about. And don't forget... That GameStrat also has different plans priced right for every program's budget. To get a demo, go to GameStrat.com or click on the GameStrat banner ad located on every page of HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. Heading to the state of Maryland, talking a little uh, top 25 high school football right now. Good counsel, number 24 in the latest High School Football America 100, taking on number 69, Catholic High School out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Great program there. It's a good battle of private teams, and uh, good counsel coming off a very impressive road victory over nationally ranked St. Joe's out of Montvale, New Jersey last weekend. And Andy Stefanelli is on the line, the head coach at the program, to talk about uh, this week's game. A good start in a schedule that has seven because he's not a cupcake guy seven top 100 teams or teams at least in the high school football america national rankings on the schedule thanks for joining us coach thanks jeff appreciate you having me yeah well we'll get to that schedule in a little bit but again i know you're not afraid to play anybody let's uh let's let's just start with um you're playing a team from baton rouge louisiana we know all the problems that hurricane ida has caused you know from louisiana up and through new york and beyond and uh before i roll the tape here we're talking a little bit about it so the team's getting out of uh out of louisiana and the game is on for tomorrow night right at this point yes uh they are flying in uh today uh, into uh, into DC, so uh, they had a lot of obviously a lot of struggles, uh, and it was a little dicey here earlier in the week. But uh, they made a decision Tuesday that they could, uh, you know, they were going to try to you know, work through all of the issues of getting their kids back and 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 situated and you know here today. So yeah, the game is on, and we're excited to have them. Yeah, and uh, you know, you you were joking a little bit that uh, because of the rain coming your way later in the week, you missed a practice on on Wednesday. So uh, maybe they've had a little bit more practice time since the weather cleared out there coming into this game. That's pretty accurate to say. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how how things have worked out. You know, Monday we 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 lost a practice day because of a thunderstorm that got near us that never really hit us, but. And then, uh, you know, Tuesday was confined, and yesterday we lose a day because we hit, <laughs> got the hurricane rain. So, yeah, I think uh, I think at the end of the day, we'll, they will practice more this week than us. So. Yeah. Make it <laughs> interesting. That's, uh, that's, 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 right. that's the fun thing about high school football. It can change on a dime in, in any way, shape, or form. Andy Stefanelli on the line, head coach at Good Counsel, our good friends in only Maryland, uh, nationally ranked uh, darn near every year in the High School Football America rankings. And, uh, Coach, uh, I I know the program real well, thanks to you. And, of course, your sidekick there uh, who helps out with the media, Chris Conrad. I know what you guys do. It's more than X's and O's there. And I know, you know, based upon the fact that, uh, you know, a lot of people in Louisiana are hurting and needing help, I, I understand you're going to do a little little fundraise there to help the uh, help the, the guys on the, the club and all that on the team there from Baton Rouge. Tell us a little bit about what that's about. Yes, we are. Uh, actually, uh, one of our uh, team parents, uh, came up with the idea uh, after you know at the beginning of this week, and so she's orchestrating the whole thing uh, where we're collecting uh, gift cards for the Baton Rouge uh, Catholic community, really. So the the school and, and, and not just football program down okay. there, um, and we're just going to. She's been collecting them this week, 
uh, gift cards to various places like Target and Walmart, Home Depot, places like that. And, uh, and we're going to, our captains are going to present to their captain, captains uh, prior to the game on Friday. Uh, just as a, you know, I think that's a real nice gesture of a uh, way to kind of show support and, and, you know, help, help a little bit in a small way with uh, what, um, what all these kids and families uh, down there are going through right now. Yeah, no doubt about it. And and I know you well enough that I, I'd love to give you a few seconds here. You know, it, it promotes the game because I think what gets lost sometimes when media companies do rankings and now we've got, you know, games on TV, whether they're streaming or an ESPN and that, you know, it, it gets lost in the fact that high school football is about building young men and helping each other and all that. And, and I'd love for you to take a couple of seconds to talk about your program there and, and, and kind of your mission there that goes beyond. Yeah, it's great to be ranked number 24, right? But, but, it goes beyond that what you're doing with these young men so i'd love you to take a few minutes to talk about that well you're right you're right jeff and and really things like this are, are what we preach to our kids you know values and, and and you know responsibility one of our our ongoing team mottos is we call it 3d decisions determine destiny and so we talk to them all the time about that uh we sync up with our values of our school uh there's a varying values there uh, which are very important to us. Um, and so we really try to uh, promote that and, and, and preach that to the kids. But, you know, really we have to live it. Uh, you know, you can say those things, um, but we, we have to live it. And we really, you know, uh, values like simplicity and trust, compassion, you know, zeal. Uh, those are the type of things um, that we really try to, for us to get the kids uh, to understand it, it's it's how you live, you know, it's how we, and how do we take that onto the football field? And you know, I think you're right. You see these big high school football games, and the kids are you know running into each other, and it's super competitive. And of course, all of us are competitors. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you shake hands, and, and it's competition, and it's friendly competition. And that's really what I really enjoy most uh, about playing in our league, and in play, and playing a lot of these big big time teams nationally it, you really find some great guys you know great coaches that you know are doing the same things or trying to do the same things that we try to do yeah. with our kids and so sometimes that does get lost like these kids some will go on to play in college uh some won't but they're going to carry these memories these, these these values that you teach them throughout their lives and and you know i think that sometimes gets gets lost and people get hung up especially in our you know, the bigger name programs like, oh, you guys have all these great players and it's about winning and you're these and it is, but that's really just a means to an end. Yeah. You know, it's just it's exciting, it draws interest, which is great. We love it. Um, and hopefully they see and what, what I like enjoy most is when we hear compliments from like a hotel manager. Uh, we had it last week in New Jersey. Your team is super well behaved. Yeah. Very polite young man. You know, you bring seventy kids into a hotel it can get a little dicey if if you don't have things under <laughs> under control, and and we we've had real great uh, luck with that success, and you know we of course have a, a plan and a method, but that comes from the beginning of teaching them, hey, this is how you're going to behave, this is how we do things, uh, because you're a reflection of our school, of your family, you know, uh, and and it's not just about you, and right. and that's what football and and athletics do, right? Teach them that there's a the bigger view. Yeah. Uh, and so we take a lot of pride in that and been, been pretty fortunate. We have, you know, great kids and they really respond well to the, to the message we, uh, we, you know, we try to get to them. 
Yeah, when I ask those sort of questions, uh, I know the, the all the coaches uh, that listen to the, the podcast know, know that's what I'm about. But it's, it's kind of at the, the fans that sometimes lose sight of the fact that you guys, A, don't make a lot of money. B, you're, you're putting your own family on, on hold sometimes while you take care of your second family. And it's very important, those values that you're teaching. Andy Stefanelli on the line, good counsel, playing uh, uh, Catholic out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana this week. Uh, home opener, or I'm sorry, though, yeah, it's a home opener for you, the uh, season opener for Louisiana. I was just going to ask you know how you know does that give you a little bit of an advantage going into this one you had an impressive road win in in jersey last week against st joe's so how much of a leg up does it give you even though you missed a couple of days of practice <laughs> well had we not missed the practice I, i'd probably be feeling a little bit better but yeah i mean i think there's certainly something to be said for having a game under your belt uh you know they they had a game like scrimmage last week um but haven't had a, a real game yet so yeah, I would say that that is, you know, uh, you know, a feather in our cap, so to speak. But, yeah, as we tell the players, you know, uh, once the whistle's blown or the ball's kicked off, you know, it's really just about execution and, and you know, a lot of the hype and the nerves kind of go out, hopefully, at that point. And then it's just, you know, all that preparation. So they're very, very well coached. You can see it on film. Uh, they're a very talented team, too. So uh, just like last week in New Jersey, you know, you just – you kind of hope you make less mistakes in that first game, the first couple of weeks. We're trying to figure ourselves out. You know, we're trying to figure out what we do best, uh, as, as I'm sure they are as well. And so a lot of times these early games, these first couple of games a year, you know, it comes down to who makes less mistakes. Yep. Um, so, with, you know, any, any experience you have, uh, you know, we're a young team. Uh, last week, St. Joe's was also young. Uh, I'm not so sure, uh, you know, how much, uh, how, how much, how much senior leadership Catholic has on their team. I know they're returning some, some really good players from last year, but, uh, but, you know, that'll help them, you know, uh, the more veteran leadership they have. I think that, that definitely helps you in those early games, yeah. but, uh, you know, we're, we're looking forward to that. And, uh, you know, we hope that we can build off of last week because, uh, it wasn't easy, but we were able to squeak out the win. Yeah, but anytime you go on the road and, and win in northern New Jersey, it, it, which is kind of the equivalent, right, in the Northeast of, of what you guys do in the Washington Catholic Athletic Conference, it's 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 a it's a good feeling to walk away with that W. Talking with Andy Stefanelli, a good counsel. They play um, Catholic high school out of Baton Rouge. You can watch that game on Flow Football. Uh, we'll have the link on highschoolfootballamerica.com, how you can watch that game on Friday night. Um, talk a little bit more more about that win in Jersey maybe some of the kids that um, played well where you thought well we're going to look you know since they're young we, we didn't know how they were going to react the first time so let's get a couple of kids in by name what 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 went well on Saturday that you liked and then we'll flip it probably to what you need to work on and make sure you don't do that again uh, on Friday right uh yeah some some of the guys that kind of stood out uh, uh, of the younger guys uh, are two running backs uh, Dylan Jones, just a sophomore, and Pepe Nelson, who's only a freshman, uh, they really played really well. They ran the ball great and were incredible with their blocking uh, all game. Uh, and we had really good play out of both quarterbacks. Uh, you know, we had Neo Avery, who opened the game with a touchdown run and, and played well, but actually you know, got a little bit of a quad injury there at the beginning of the game and tried to play through it. Uh, and so we, we went to our sophomore, uh, Frankie Weaver, uh, for most of the second half. 
and he stepped in and 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 played great, threw the ball really well, and and and, and kind of helped uh, kind of get the the offense kind of jump started again after St. Joe's made a you know made a comeback there before halftime and tied the game up and really had all the momentum going into the second half. So uh, those are two young guys. Uh, we had great play from one of our seniors, Shane Carroll, out at the wide receiver position, um, and then I, I you know. Gary Bryant, our middle linebacker, had 18 tackles, mm-hmm. 10 solos. Just, uh, you know, he's, he's the best player we're probably on our team and is underrated. You know, I don't know what the college coaches want to see more of, but <laughs> he is uh, he's phenomenal. So, uh, but we had a lot of young guys. You know, we, we had really a, uh, 11 <laughs> from 19, our 2019 season, the last time we really played. Uh, almost all new starters on, on defense and, and mostly offense. So we're, we're we're young. We have a lot of freshmen and sophomores, a couple of freshmen, a lot of sophomores, and a lot of juniors playing. Um, but those kids in particular uh, really stood out uh, during that, that, that game. And, uh, you know, mistake-wise, uh, things that we didn't do well, uh, you know, we had a, a couple turnovers, that uh, pick six that really kind of flipped, flipped things back, and, and, and we were able to get through that. But just inconsistent play, you know, some missed assignments, Things that you expect, as we kind of alluded to earlier, that first game, uh, maybe some jitters. And when you have young players that haven't been in those situations, you're on the road, you're in you know, North Jersey playing a really, really good team, um, very well-coached team in St. Joe's Regional. Um, you know, you know, if you make a mistake, you're going to pay for it. And, uh, and that's what happens. So our, what we're trying to stress to the kids today is, hey, we have to build off that and you know, improve in the areas especially with the assignments. You know, we can't afford to have uh, guys you know, going the wrong way or not being where they're supposed to be uh, against these really, really good teams because they make you pay. And, and we found out very quickly uh, with a 21-7 lead that turned into 21-21 in a snap of a finger because St. Joe's capitalized on those mistakes. And I'm sure Catholic will do the same if, uh, if we make those mistakes tomorrow. Yeah. Two, two part question for you. You kind of, you know, last year you guys got in what, maybe two games because of COVID in the spring. Um, the first part of the question is just, you know, how badly did you feel for the seniors? Because I know you like to have that senior laden team, right? Every, everybody in America does. It makes a difference uh, when you get out on the field and all that. And then, you know, you talked about how it impacted the program where you're very young. So, I mean, is that impact still being felt from last year? And, and how much workout did you get in last year? Were you able to be in the weight room in the offseason even though you really really didn't play a spring league and all that yeah it was crazy uh so yeah, as far as the seniors last year you know i felt really bad for them uh so we we tried to do some practices in the fall we did open our weight room now they were nine-man pods so they were coming in in very very small groups through you know the fall and winter um last year and we had the hopes that we were going to play either late fall, you know, and then the spring. <clears throat> so, uh, but we did have, you know, some of those seniors because the COVID issues were still very, you know, prevalent. The guys mm-hmm. that it just started to come out and the league kind of announced, Hey, we're going to, you know, you're going to be able to play a spring, but it's not really sanctioned. There's no playoffs. There's no championship. You know, it's, you guys just kind of do whatever you can do, whatever you want to do based on what each school is comfortable with. So basically go make your schedule and play whatever you can and then do it within this six week time frame. <laughs> um, and so 
you know, and, and we're in an area where we have teams from three different, you know, two states and the District of Columbia. So, you know, within those communities and counties, the, the COVID restrictions were different. Uh, so some of our seniors and really some of our, you know, returning starters opted out not to play uh, because of family issues with COVID and whatnot. Um, so, you know, we had seniors coming back uh, that were really were going to be role players or backup guys for us. So as we went into that spring, we're like, hey, let's try to do right by those kids and we're going to play them. But we kept the freshmen that were, you know, big and strong enough to handle it with us on the varsity because at that point they were, you know, they were into the spring of their freshman year. Mm-hmm. Um, and we used it as spring ball. You know, the games didn't really count. So we were just, you know, play what you can. And that's how we approached it. Um, and it was it was a struggle because of the restrictions we had in practice. You know, we we played two games early in the in the, in March, uh, and and we and we were practicing. We weren't allowed to touch each other, so we were kind of walking through. And you're trying to get kids ready for a a, a contact football game, and you can't do it effectively without having some contact in practice. So, uh, so we were worried about the safety of our players, and we didn't play well early, and then. Then you know, the restrictions lightened a little bit. We were able to get more real practice. So that second part of April, you know, was actually beneficial when we could practice. Uh, you know, we had a, a game or so there at the end that you know, was more like a real game, um, and so that helped. You know, again, but we were like, hey, this is spring ball, and we played. You know, I think in those games we played eight or nine, seven or eight freshmen got into those games and played a lot uh, in those games. So. We were mixing kids through to make sure everybody got reps. Um, and then for, as far as the weight room, fortunately after that, as we went through, uh, you know, the, and going into May, we gave them some time off, the restrictions really lightened up, and we were able to have a somewhat normal seven-on-seven season, um, and the weight room was back to normal last this past summer. Good. So June and July were good, you know, in the weight room. And that's really, I think, propelled us into, you know, this fall camp, which – you know, it's not quite normal yet, but it's it's getting close. It's pretty close. Better so, than uh, last year. It feels good. <laughs> no doubt. Better than last year. <laughs> no doubt about that. And the thing about it is, too, for you know, people out there, the the knuckleheads that don't really know the sport as well, is you know, and I say this all the time. Yeah, building strength. You know, that's all important to have strong players. But I really believe the the weight room is where the team comes together. That teamwork and all that comes together and without that so many teams around the country last year were kind of at the same disadvantage you had uh, Andy Stefanelli on the line a couple more questions let you go coach thanks for the the time today let's let's just start with um you know some of the boxes you need to check here not only for this game but moving forward to be you know in a position to, to win uh, a conference title which I know is critical to you uh, people that have heard me talk to you before know that it's not a once and done in the Washington Catholic Athletic Conference you beat somebody and the regular season you're probably gonna have to do it again in the postseason so what are what are some of the things you guys are going to be working on uh, not only on Friday but throughout the the early part of the season to know that this team is is in championship form well you know we use this uh, uh, out of conference time schedule uh, to really build our team up and and then when I say that build it up might mean taking a few losses yeah. uh, uh, we play, as you mentioned earlier, an you know, extremely tough schedule, uh, and we do that by design. You know, our league is is certainly, you know, if not the toughest, one of the toughest in the country, uh, year in and year out. So, 
uh, you know, we are looking to kind of just build on, you know, week to week. However, that may come. And hopefully, you know, as a coach, we'd love them to be all wins, right? But mm-hmm. if not, we're going to take take whatever comes our way and use it to, to ultimately build for our our opener in conference and, and then to make the run so that we're getting better as we enter the end of the season because, as you mentioned, we're going to have to play two of these guys twice uh, in our league. So um, we just want to make sure we're in position so that when we get to the playoffs, you know, we're, we're hopefully peaking and we're healthy. And you can't really control the health part of it, and that's a huge factor. But <clears throat> and we, we use this time now to really try to clean up the mistakes. And I told our kids after the game last week, you know, a lot of guys go out and, and put cupcakes on a schedule, and you know, we could have played like we did against a lesser opponent and won you know, maybe 42 to 14. And we think we were great. <laughs> and we weren't great, uh, you know, and, and we played a great team and barely got out of there with a seven point win. And to me, that makes you better. And so that's why we do what we do and how we do it. Um, and some people kind of think, you know, they think I'm crazy and, and you know, maybe I am, but I've seen it through the years that, uh, you know, that's really the true test. You know, do you, you want to, as we tell the kids, you, know, do, do you wanna, want me to tell you what you want to hear or what you need to hear. And I think playing good teams, kind of shows you what you need to see as a, as a coach. And, and that's why we do it. Yeah. And just to give uh, listeners a, a little sneak peek here. So, you know, whether the algorithms write this early or not, I don't want to argue with that, but you know, Gonzaga at eight, you at 24, our travel to math at 27. And I think St. John's is somewhere down there in the fifties. And I think they may be a little underranked after what I saw they, they did against uh, Don Bosco. So my, my, my question is this, you know, going away coach, which is, um, you know, the rankings are great and all that, but you, you kind of got to get it done on the field. And then, at the end of the regular season, and correct me if I'm wrong, have you guys ever regularly played DeMatha, your arch rival, as the final regular season game going away, or is that just a figment of my imagination? I always thought you played them earlier in the in the conference schedule because if, if <laughs> playing them in the last game of the year is a great game if you two kind of run the table. Well, you know, it's funny. We haven't played them at the end of the year in, in years. Okay. However, for many years we did. So back in the 2000 or you know, 2000, like eight through probably 14, 15, when we played each other in the championship, I think almost every year in that run, um, we that it was kind of that traditional last home game, and it, it was awful in, in a lot of regards <laughs> because you'd play them and then you'd see them two weeks next later week or two weeks, game. yeah, <laughs> yeah, or yeah, exactly, uh, but. Uh, and then the, the, the league kind of went to a rotating schedule. Uh, I, I don't remember exactly, but it's probably around that 2015-16 period. And, and so we had been playing them you know, earlier in the season, still later in the overall season, but earlier in our conference schedule. And then this year, what well, would have been last year, everything's been pushed back, of course, because we didn't play last year, um, is now back to at least for the next two years, we're going to have the math at the last game of the year. And, uh, you know, it, 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 it's, it's, it, in a lot of ways, it's, it's the way it should be because it's a big rivalry game with a lot of respect for those guys. And, you know, you kind of, we're both usually playing our best football at the end. So, um, it's a really, really good game. Nerve wracking for us as coaches because then, you know, it, 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 when we were 
back in the day, you know, we, we would call that one the scrimmage. You know, we'd play and we'd like, oh, we'll see you. Shake hands. We're like, yeah, good game. We'll see you in a couple of weeks, you know. And uh, the league was not quite as level uh, back in those days. And now, you know, all four teams in the top of the, of the conference are really, really good, as you just uh, alluded to earlier. You know, you can talk about preseason rankings, but all four of us are, are good teams. And you know, we don't even pay attention. I mean, no yeah. offense to your rankings, but no they, you know, you, you watch them. The kids look at them, but you know, none of that matters. It's it's where you end up in the end, really. So whether St. John's is ranked, you know, they can be ranked fifty or sixty. To us, they're top ten. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, you know, because we know how good they are and how good the rest of the teams in our, our league are. So um, and again, it's kind of like playing. You know, if you watch football, NFL, NFC East, or whatever you know division you follow. And those games are a little different when you get those rivalry games with teams that you know so well, and that's how it is in our league. I don't think these out-of-conference games are hard, but those those uh, in-season, regular season games and then playoff games are true battles uh, in the WCAC. Yeah, I don't know if it's a yogiism, but it's deja vu all over again when it comes to your league. That's no doubt. Coach, I appreciate you taking the time to, to join us and shedding a little light on what you guys are doing here in the early season and kind of the goals ahead. And uh, as always, we appreciate your friendship and we wish you nothing but good luck ahead in, in the 2021 season. Thank goodness we're back to as close to normal as we can be. And again, thank you for taking the time. Absolutely. All right, Jeff, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Again, don't forget, you can check out the Good Counsel Catholic Game live streaming on flowfootball.com. All you have to do to get the link is go to highschoolfootballamerica.com, and you can click right on through to the broadcast. The High School Football America podcast is brought to you by GameStrat, America's premier sideline instant replay system with outstanding reliability, faster speed than huddle sideline, great customer service, and different plans priced right for every budget. And you want to save a little bit more? Just mention High School Football America to the good folks there at GameStrat, and they'll give you a good friends and family discount. To get that demo, go to GameStrat.com or click on the Game Strat banner ad, which is located on every page of HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. And that's today's High School Football America podcast. I'm Jeff Fisher.